Hello, everybody. Welcome in to episode the atomic number of bromine, aka number thirty-five. We all knew that, though. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, happy Halloween. Yeah, tomorrow night. No, Sunday night. See, I'm still used to Saturdays. Uh, Sunday night is Halloween. Should be fun for all the trick or treating uh, fun that we get to partake in. Right. Um, be sure to give out candy on Sunday, not Saturday. If you give it on Saturday, <laughs> you're a creep. Sunday, you're fine. Okay. Get it right. That's uh, advice to live by, Kirk. <laughs> well, the problem with Halloween is I always buy it and no one ever stops by. And then I have leftover candy. And just as a single random dude, it's hard to give children candy without getting looks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's very difficult. Like, and I'm, my heart's in the right place. Kids want candy, but it's. I don't know. I got to like throw it at him and run or something. I don't know. Yeah. That might be worse. Oh, yeah, it's sure. It could be assault now. It's oh, assault by candy. Maybe they're diabetic and I was a hate crime. Damn. <laughs> well, John, how are you? Uh, how are you doing this fine evening? Uh, I just finished uh, acrylic painting three pumpkins. So messy. Nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, my kids are definitely looking forward to Halloween, though. With uh, I think this is the first year they get to go to Boo at the Zoo. That'll be fun. Yes. Do they dress up the animals, or they just get you get candy? I don't actually know because I've never been they, myself. I'm assuming put it's up, put up lights and like. Uh, Didn't you, you read it at all? You're just, you're a parent, and would you check it out? It could be human sacrifice. You, I, something's you, happening at the zoo. I don't. You know. think I? I don't schedule this shit. My wife is the oh, one that okay. does that. All right, all right. So she tells you and the kids where you're going. Okay, exactly. Show up at the same time. No one. Everyone. No one have a boom boom in their pants. I'm looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they just put up lights, and you can get candy from different spots. And I was going to say, I think fun. it's mostly just candy. Yeah. Okay, it's sort of like around the holidays. They kind of do the same thing, where they'll make it look like you know they'll put up Christmas lights and stuff like that. Yeah, I know they. I they definitely do Christmas lights for not for Halloween, but for Christmas. I'd hope so. It'd be <laughs> odd if they did. <laughs> we're just going. We're bucking the system. We're putting up Christmas lights when we want to. Maybe the tigers just like it that way. You don't know. <laughs> hey, if the tiger likes something, you do it. I mean, I mean, tiger could you know maul you and that's not great all right <laughs> come on that's right there all right actual size kirk well, how right. are you man well i'm just i'm not inflated some people there's been some rumors that i've been roiding and it's, you know that i'm just <laughs> letting you know that is not the case this is no performance enhancing drugs in my system this is all 100 percent comedy buck out okay all right all so right there. Just clearing that up, clearing the record. But um, I, you know, this day in history, this I, I found an interesting one. It's actually the guy who um, he invented the pill, you know, birth control. He invented the pill, and uh, in on the computer, it called him the father of the pill. And I'm like, if clearly this guy didn't want to be a father. Come on, <laughs> he, he invented the pill, and you're still calling him the father. He doesn't want it. Just saying, it just seemed misplaced. You got. Yes. Yeah. 
See well, that that's that's, a, that's definitely better than the atomic number of bromine. Yeah. <laughs> That's setting the bar real low. <laughs> come, come on, you're, you, well, if you're bringing chemistry number, yeah, it's. If I have to uh, look at my periodic table, yeah, that's a little. Um, how about another? Okay, so here's. Let me. Uh, I've. I, I had a busy day today. I actually got my emissions tested at the car. You know, car emissions tested good, but uh, I really think uh, people need some emissions of testing. Looking at you, Chris, I don't think you'd pass. <laughs> But anyway, so I, I was down there. A couple of things happened. You know, while you're waiting, you're in that little kind of uh, glassed in kind of, you know, plexiglass thing. You're just watching your car do, you know, whatever. Um, and they're like, they had now hiring things. Like they're really desperate. Like they had four lanes, but only two of them were open. It was like the, the, the supermarket, you know what I mean? Where they have all these registers, but only one of them was working just because they didn't have enough people. And I looked at it. And do you want to guess like just what they were? It says now hiring. What do you think they they were willing to pay? And it's like a government job for to check your car for safety for admissions. What was the starting salary? Fifteen. John, I, I'm going to have to say it's probably yeah, probably fifteen in there. Fourteen dollars, and they're wondering why they can't find people to stand in terrible weather and breathe car fumes. For fourteen dollars. See now, this this does intrigue me because I didn't think Colorado had emissions because I haven't done emissions in decades. It feels like. Yeah, Denver does. El Paso County doesn't. So okay, that's what I was like. I, I, this this sounds like a foreign concept. I haven't done emissions since I first got my car. You're like in Colorado Springs. There's no laws or something. You guys are off the grid. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, El, right. County right. does, El Paso County doesn't require emissions testing. So. That's odd. <laughs> they so still I, breathe air there, right? It's not like a force field. They got their own air there or something. I don't know. Yeah, Colorado Springs is the size of one suburb of Denver, though. It's just very, very large. Okay, I go ahead, but I yeah, we cut you off. But you were saying? <laughs> oh no, no, go go back ahead. I was just trying to make fun of oh, Colorado well, Springs. And just one more thing. I and I there was um. I was talking to an old guy and I was somehow we got to, and I noticed that and I said something about, well, they got to like, you know, pay people more. And then I, it's weird. Like it just, it seemed like this was a little microcosm of what happens. Like somehow we got talking about fast food and I said a stat that I heard where I go, the average um, age of a fast food worker today is 29 years old. Cause everybody thinks it's teenagers and that's what it was back in the day. So my point was they need to pay. These are adults, they have families, they should earn more. Yes. Um, he came back with his stat, which he heard, which was, he goes, well, actually fast food, they hire a lot of elderly people. So basically his argument was, and I don't, I don't eat fast food, I, it, but I'm not sure if you guys back me up, but he, there's so many elderly people working fast food. It's, that's why it's throwing off the average. So there's actually, it's all teenagers and elderly people, but it just seems like. We're not going to agree on anything, and I'm like, I couldn't fact check you then, but I'm like, I don't. That doesn't sound right. I, I was going to say I don't, I don't see many seniors, and I don't know. You guys go to fast food places? I, so I see a lot of old people. I wouldn't think like old people in the sense of like seventy and eighty year olds. <clears throat> Maybe like I don't know, fifty year olds. I don't. I suppose, but it's not like I 
would go to a McDonald's and be like, wow, look at all the old people working here. Yeah, I... I mean, in well, fairness, even that's kind of sad. Like, unless you're a manager and fifty in a fast food place, if you're just, you know, that's like, it didn't pan out for that person. It's not going well. Yeah, that's like Clark's level. That's so weird. I was just watching that. I'm a half hour in. That's so weird. You said that. <laughs> Clerks. Yeah. <laughs> Clerks too. I I prefer Clerks too over Clerks. But yeah, it's it is sad. I mean, but that's kind of it going to that, like since we're on the topic, it's kind of amazing, like uh, advanced auto parts uh had a sign up the other day that said, "We will be open ten to six due to staffing, oh yeah, I've seen that with fast food, like we're closed, or we can't bars are like we could we can only what and and like not to, like certain th- like do they need to be open seven days a week? Like can't people take a day off anymore? You know what I mean? Like part of it seems a little healthy. No, I mean, am I? Do yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Well, and here's where I kind of see. I am a proponent of the twenty four seven style, but that's only because of my schedule. Oh, and... your goofy night shift schedule. So you yeah, mean, if it was all right. See, and that's kind of where like. Anymore, like when I started doing this, the shift where I get off around midnight, um, I could go to Walmart after work. That wasn't an issue. Or if I needed to stop at King Supers real quick and grab something, that wasn't an issue. Nowadays, it's just it's all closed. And this was even before the the pandemic really took into effect. Like even then, Walmart was closing at midnight, and like King Supers started closing super early too. It's like. I just, there was no place I could go unless, if I needed to get something, it was either one of the gas stations, which was mostly either 7-Eleven or uh, Come and Go, and then that was it. Well, and to be honest, I mean, I think the work, if you've worked those overnight shifts, like, it turns you somewhat into a vampire, weird life existence. You're sleeping in the day, and it's it's... You feel like so it's like they have to pay you extra to tolerate that. So that seems like that would make sense that that's the first to cut just because it's like I don't think people will do that. Throw off their whole biorhythm, sleep pattern, eat schedule to accommodate a, you know, a job unless it pays them a little extra. Well, in fairness, it does. There is differentials for working like night evening shift. And right. Because ones- there has to be. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's the point. You you better pay people more to tolerate that because that's a weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's that. That's a weird one because it used to it used to not be as generous as it is. It's gotten way more generous over the years, um, and that's I'm assuming just from competition, um, especially like the weekend nights. Like my um, like my wife works. Uh, she gets both night shift differential and weekend differential just because that shift sucks. And I should know, I worked it for six years almost. And uh, back then, there was no, I barely got any differential and I definitely didn't get weekend differential. Like, it's, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. But, hey, by the way, uh, Chris, shut up. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. What well, you, come on. What are you falling asleep? What are you doing? No, I was just listening to your guys' conversation. Do well, you see, feel like you, you re, like, it seems like you have a, you work for a, one of the big, huge corporations that one of them actually has a union. So you, do you feel like you don't, it's like you don't connect with the, 
I don't know. It seems like you've got it better than a lot of, you know, not to, I'm not saying you didn't earn it and you deserve it, but it seems like you have it better than most. And yeah. so you don't, you don't understand yeah, that. I mean, kind of the, the, I mean, and it's hard work. I'm not, I mean, you know, you, you, but you know what I mean? Like the result, you're kind of like, you don't have to deal with, oh, this guy's making 13 bucks an hour and doesn't have benefits. You don't, you know, that's not yeah. you. It is. And sometimes like, <clears throat> honestly, I, you know, hours of work aren't hard to come by. Uh, you know, I'm working more than I want to most times, um, you know. So, yes, seeing the opposite end can be a little difficult at some point. It's just because I'm, I don't live it, so I don't It's know. just not your world. Yeah, it's just not. Yeah, okay. Well, see, and that's that's the other thing. Like, we were, we're talking about how, well, and you're talking about, having days off for, you know, like grocery stores and stuff like that, it still affects people. Like for me, having to go to the store or go to like a doctor's appointment or anything like that, that's typically done that nine to five, I have no problem with because I'm, I'm already not working. Everyone else, it seems like a massive hassle, like going to a doctor's appointment while you're working during the day, you have to take time off. Right. Literally, if I have anything to do, I have to take a day off because it's like, I, I don't have the ability to just break away for a couple hours and go to a doctor's appointment or, you know, Saturdays aren't an option either. So I literally have to take a day off of work to do right. anything outside. Some like, it's not an office job where you can like take a half day. You know what I mean? Like I'll just, you know what? I'll just show up at, after lunch. This, yeah, there's certain jobs, you know, I don't know. Uh, I imagine construction or, or just certain things where it's just like, it's you're there or you're not. You know what I mean? You're not you're not calling in a half day. Yeah, nope. not not a possibility for me. Well, I would say Chris is probably in one of the unique jobs that doesn't really allow that. And what he, he actually he's a female impersonator. We keep we don't mention <laughs> it, but that's what he's do, that's what he does. But and I mean, if the you... mustache and beard doesn't help. But he doesn't. He's he still makes it work. It's amazing. It's this guy. He does that four non blonde song. Ah, anyway, okay. But see, I, I always <laughs> come on that ramble and not even. Not... Okay, come, go ahead. <laughs> but I, I, I see it as we're kind of stuck in that everything needs to be a nine to five. But that's not not idealistic for anything really. Like well, what do you guys? Well, what do you guys feel about the, just? I I keep seeing the Great Resignation. They said in August, four million people quit their jobs, and I I heard the frightening stat that I heard was like they say they surveyed nurses, and they said in forty eight percent of nurses said in the next two years they're going to quit. That's frightening. It it's it's not when you work in that field. Well, there's turn and they said there, there's turnover. There's always there's new nurses coming, but they're like, if there's no veteran nurses to show the new nurses what to do, everybody suffers. They go, if there's more, if a nurse has more than two patients, it suffers and they forget. So well, when it's everything is stretched thin, it's not it's not good for the patients. So it seems like be nicer to nurses. We should figure something out because like they're burning out, like a lot of people. Yeah, no, but that's. That's something that's inherent in healthcare anyway. Uh, it's it's definitely being amplified by the current situation. But I think the biggest thing is, and I, 
like you were talking about the great resignation where people are just quitting um a lot of people are attributing that to like gen z and the the reasoning for it sounds you know like for instance when i had a job when i worked at walmart i may not have liked it but i didn't exactly move to another job despite the fact that i could have gone to any other company and would have been paid the exact same amount because i was paying paid minimum wage like it didn't matter where i worked but i didn't well, once you get it once you get a job it's easy it's easy to fall into the convenience like it's 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 harder to find a new job than just to stick with the job that you have so you can just kind of stick in that this is this is good enough it's easy well but yeah but uh, there seems to be this cultural shift that people are just like nope if you're not going to treat me right if you're this is going to be the way it's done bye I'll, I'll go find another job because you can just go down the street find another job and get paid the exact same amount right well, every, well, everybody well, everybody seems to be trying to pick and choose right now for whatever reason they're saying oh, i'll just bide my time and find something that i actually want to do my only concern for what you guys generally talk about especially kirk is the employers are being forced to pay more money right now to get no. people to come in and work no uh, uh eventually that's going to shift when people have to find work, people are going to the once the power shifts back to the employer, nobody will be making more than minimum wage, but they won't have a choice. You say that, but it's it's already shifted. Like, look at most of Colorado. A lot of companies have already said, "Yeah, no, this is now our new minimum pay." It, it's not like they're going to come back and be like, "Oh, now that we have jobs, you know, people everywhere." The, we're, it's going back to the federal minimum wage or, you know, the state minimum wage. I don't see that happening. Maybe some shitty companies, but... And to be well, honest, and I think that the, the, the pendulum swings, and I think just for, for too long, it seems like the employees, or the, employee, the, people, the employees have been uh, getting the short end of the stick, and it just seems like now they have a little more choices and the pay is going up. I'm sure you're right. Eventually, it'll swing back to the... It, it just seems like it's in... Right now, it's in the favor of the workers. It, it's, it's moving to that, it seems. But... Which would be nice. See, and yeah. I, I've seen it from a different perspective, too, because I've seen a lot of people talking about how all these companies that have these jobs, you know you know, hiring now and have tons of jobs opening, they're not actually hiring. They're doing that to fulfill the stupid uh, uh, paycheck protection or whatever loan that was. Um, well, because, because if they can prove that they can't get this, the qualified employees, they get the loan forgiven. And Kirk, Kirk ran into that a few times, if I remember right, like applying for jobs and they're, telling him he's overqualified or correct me if i'm wrong kirk no no a couple of times the, the um well we see you have a college degree so how do we know that you're gonna leave us as soon as you find a better job i'm like well i need money too right now you know what i mean like that was <laughs> but they they but to, and 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 they always say one of business uh, business one of the high costs is like training just the turnover rate you know what i mean it's like well a, if you didn't have a miserable existence, maybe people stay longer. Just food for thought. Uh, but also, yeah. like, if you're, if you would, um, uh, 
but if you have an opportunity to get someone somewhat overqualified in talent, might as well take it now because you can get kind of a lunkhead meathead whenever. Not to pat myself on the back. It's not, you know what I mean? Not to sound arrogant, but it's like, I don't know. So you got a little over skills, maybe get a little extra. And then I leave. You're just going to have to retrain somebody who is going to be burnt out because they didn't like the job and left anyway. I don't know. It's no, that always bothered me. Like you, you're not getting this job because you have a degree. Always like, really? So my, my point was this, John, is that, so I said last week that me and Kirk might, will probably be working together here pretty soon again. And from what I can tell, that comes with a pretty hefty pay increase for Kirk. And that comes out of desperation, not out of, hey, we want to pay Kirk more money to work with Chris. And that's not going to stay that way. Once the ability for it to go back goes, it'll go back. It depends. Because... We're also dealing with the fact that, you know, now we have a whole couple generations that are like, well, no, you you were paying that much and you had no problem. Why the hell aren't you still paying that much? See, when you started talking about this, I thought you were going to go the other way of like, oh, well, if they're paying their employees too much and they go out of business, uh, you know, that that route is what I thought you were taking, which I was had a perfect rebuttal or rebuttal for you but i just i don't foresee it going backwards it is very hard for a company to say i i'm not saying they it doesn't happen because it definitely did like i saw a lot of stories from like 2008 where a similar thing was happening where they were hiring people and then even while the the people were there they started increasing the requirements saying now you need a master's now you need five years experience and they started ramping up these expectations and lowering the pay and the only reason they were doing that from what i read was that they wanted the government to allow them to hire uh foreign employees with work visas at that ridiculously low pay and high educational requirement so that they didn't have to pay you know americans the correct pay or the the pay they should have been getting well my last my last thought on this though is have you not noticed that things have been a little more expensive as well so i've i've heard i've heard supposedly i keep hearing that i haven't really noticed and and also it's it seems like stuff was so cheap for so long. It just, once again, it seems like they, they held the price down for so long and now they're going to have to pay people a decent wage. So now they're going to, I don't know, you pay 70 cents more for something. It's not, it's not busting. It's not breaking anybody's bank. Well, it's kind of, it seems like it's a long overdue that we had it good way low for way, way long. So it's just correcting itself. And that's the thing is, you know, the price of food and that whatever didn't, wasn't adjusting to inflation for how long? Despite the fact that rent and housing and all that stuff was skyrocketing. Right. Everything else. It's this is the 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 capitalist uh, debate of, you know, well, it's going to cost you, you know, your your Big Mac's going to cost you a dollar more. That's fine. As long as people are getting paid, you know, if everyone's getting paid two dollars more an hour, they can afford a dollar for an extra burger, you know. 
if the kid who gave me my burger doesn't have to live in his car and maybe can, you know, like I'm okay with that. And I, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like at a certain point, like they, they try to the, Ooh, you're going to have to pay a dollar 50 more. You'll get used to it. It's all, you know what I mean? Like in six yeah. months, you won't even notice, get over it. Or the worst case scenario, people just stop eating out and all those businesses go bankrupt. If you, if you can't, you're right. If, if, if your That'll business, never model, happen. If, if your business model relies on paying your employees, like starvation wages, you should go out of business. Yeah. Well, and Chris, you're saying it's, it'll never happen because it won't go or, you know, people stop eating out. Nah, that'll never happen. I disagree. People become late. I don't, you know, that. well, it's yes, John, if, people if become Star lazy. Trek comes true and we have a food replicator, then yes, people can stop eating out. But that's then, cool. you, you even texted me a couple weeks ago that that was becoming closer to reality because it is. There are multiple companies working on that. So are you saying people uh, have become too lazy to cook? Like they, they no, no. I, they... I think it's, I think it's switching back around where people are cooking more and eating out less. Well, it's a good I, way to save money and be healthier for just two points yeah. right off the bat. I'm well, gonna need to fact check you on that one, John. I gotta go uh, search through my messages because I don't remember saying that. You absolutely uh -oh. said that. Um, I believe the fifth. Chris ev eviscerates John. Oh, this takedown. Okay, now anyway. Go but, I was like, just trying to get his high ratings. And that came from like I, I've already I'm a good example of that. We eat out maybe once a month. And it's not that we can't afford it per se. It's that for so long we just didn't have the money and would rather just buy the stuff at Safeway and then or Walmart and make it ourselves. Like tomorrow, we're having Chipotle bowls. Or bowls inspired by Chipotle because I figured out a way to make chicken and steak taste exactly like Chipotle. Wait, you're going bowling at Chipotle's. Is that what that's what I heard? Yes. That's what I thought I heard too. <laughs> well All right. Go for the turkey in the you burrito. In, okay. You were inspired to go bowling at Chipotle <laughs> with steak. You destroyed yes. the toilet bowl after going <laughs> to... There it is. Da, 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 there. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Full circle. But, I mean, it, it's... <laughs> I just foresee it... Uh, more people are... I mean, I guess it could be just me wishful thinking, but it seems that people are um, making more food at home. Well, it seems like COVID kicked that off. I think yeah. it was a necessity, and then I think maybe they realized it wasn't that complicated, and they realized it saved them money. So, yeah, it's, and and also uh, with COVID still kind of hang, you know, looming around, they're like, well, why go out and risk it? Why don't we just, you know, we're already we learned how to cook, and it's it's better, so why do it? Right? Yes. Does fast food taste good? Yeah, add some no, MSG, it and it'll taste that, just as good at all home. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I was hey. also preoccupied by sending Chris the uh, the screenshot of uh, him sending me the article. Oh, but I, well, it's... then I I recant my my statement. It takes a big man to recant. <laughs> well done. I and I hold myself in contempt. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as you're not holding yourself in public, okay. Let's anyway back to the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
Well, that was a that was an interesting little uh, jump we just took down. Uh, you know, fast food lane, and we had emissions tests and and uh, minimum wage. You know, it was kind of a kind of a fun little run, a hodgepodge, if you will. <laughs> yes. If I can use, excuse the expression, pardon my French, hodgepodge. I, uh, John, I, I wanted to bring up tonight uh, something we haven't talked about in a while. Um, I wanted to bring up the Ingenuity helicopter because... Bring it up. The space whirly bird on Mars? Yes, the whirly bird <laughs> on Mars. Do tell. Uh, so we had... Two weeks of, well, it was a little more than two weeks of radio blockage because of the solar storm. Too much cheese. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. <laughs> uh, so they they couldn't hear or talk to the rover and helicopter on Mars because of the solar storm. Well, that passed. And... Ingenuity made its 14th flight, and which, as we know, it's been doing just fine up there, 14 flights in. The difference is, is it's summertime on Mars now, and it's harder for the helicopter to fly because there's even less atmosphere, which I think we've talked about before. Yeah, but... we were talking about that. The... I thought it was about winter, though, not summer. Yeah, I looked it up today and it it's actually summertime on mars so uh the atmosphere is decreasing and they had to adjust the rpm by 200 so it was all the way up to 2700 rpms the thing flew just fine did what it was supposed to so it was cold, in, in cold and warm it, it handles everything yeah pretty much Although I heard when it when it, when it got back online, it was actually it did the first flight really pissy because it was mad that we didn't call it. And we're like, look, it was it was it was just upset. It was it was frigid. Well, until it warmed up because it's summer now. Anyway, yeah. So I know it's not like it's cool because I I still like the helicopter. Just the fact that it's doing its thing. This was a short little hop. They just wanted to touch test the 2700 rpms to make sure that everything would be nominal and uh it was so just a little update for a helicopter that we kind of assume is not gonna fail nice or will just take some time well yeah eventually without any window like everything up there yeah the heat death of the universe will take us all and it, <laughs> wow, that was, that was the worst prom theme ever. Um, that was, was the perfect like doom and gloom insert <laughs> to it. <laughs> Just like all the goth kids were totally behind that. They're like, "Yes, he gets it." <laughs> and they're they they wanted to test it for nomina, so there's like a Muppets thing. <laughs> they're going a nomina, yes. I'm just, uh, I'm hoping that they didn't like, I still <laughs> am haunted by that stupid, it's getting dark and my batteries are oh, low. Oh, yeah, 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 the, 
Uh, that wasn't Curiosity. What one was that? Oh, the robot with the personality. Yeah. Like making you feel p- pulling on your heartstrings like it's a dying robot. And you're like, no, it's a mechanical <laughs> object. Stop it. Yeah, I'm still haunted by that. So I, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping they don't do the same thing with ingenuity. When it goes, just let it go. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> okay. Just, it went off to a farm to chase bunnies. <laughs> That's all I need to know. That's all Chris wants. That's right. With the other whirly birds. All the other whirly birds. The other whirly birds, and they could they could poop on as many cars as they could imagine. They were birds. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, John, there is a there is a SpaceX launch tomorrow. Yes. Um, if we stream Space Engineers long enough, we might catch it. Is it at midnight? Yeah, it's at midnight, and I was actually going to talk to you about that because I, I thought it might be fun if we could stream Space Engineers up to the launch and then maybe just do a live stream of the launch and react to it as it goes. I am not opposed to that. <laughs> we'll see how long we last. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> that late that'll be the challenge that'll be more impressive than the physical feat of the the rocket and whatnot you guys staying awake that long yeah yes. it, it looks like it's just after midnight that it'll uh that it's starting 12 the, ro- the rocket launches are fun to watch i mean yeah because even even though you're not like if you haven't watched a rocket launch recently it's pretty exhilarating because you're kind of like nervous a little bit because you know what the implications are like the rocket could blow up or... right there's some drama there's some tension oh yes this is crew three so this is the um the third crew mission yeah and it's spacex so you don't expect anything to go wrong but i mean honestly for those first like 45 seconds it's a little nerve-wracking yeah. And when you're stream and, and when you're streaming, you just gotta remember not to cross the streams. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice Ghostbuster reference for Halloween. I'll yes. take it. Come on. I, oh, that is such a good movie. If you've never yeah. seen the original Ghost, it's a it still holds up. It so is the, still great. That's a good question. What's everyone's favorite Halloween movie? Ernest Scared Stupid. Hmm. Yeah, I'm maybe Monster Squad just for the line kick him in the nards. And <laughs> Wolfman has nards just for I, yeah, I'm going that. <laughs> really? Nothing on Ernest Scared Stupid of oh, all the movies I'm... I could pick. <laughs> no, I would Well, it just that, makes it seem like it was the movie you based your life on. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> It was sort of your Bible, you know what I mean? Like that's the, I, I got my vision of my role model, and I went. Yeah, I'm an. It's Ernest. not Ernest. No, I was gonna say it's not Ernest. It's the trolls. Uh, I got. <laughs> my life is built around Jim Varney. That's right. Yeah. Hey Vern, you say that all the time. I'm look. I my name isn't Vern, but you say Hey Vern all the time. It's a little annoying, but I. It's look. It's not worse than the smell. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's either Hocus Pocus or Ernest. I can't think of too many other like Halloween movies. I'm not into I'm not into the scary movie stuff, so it Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't need to be scared. Like life is enough. I don't need to look for being frightened. <laughs> it's okay. Plus, you have to see my face. That's scary. So right, that, that's enough. You know, what I mean, like yeah. bring it, Michael Myers. Bring it on, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, whatever. You got nothing. <laughs> but uh, also, John, I was. Uh, have you heard about all the? I know we. I can't remember if we touched on it. The environmental impact stuff that SpaceX is going through right now? Yeah, we talked about... Well, we kind of brought it up. I vaguely remember this. Um, yeah, I, it's there. there's definitely two camps on it. Of The FAA is already going to prove it. They just wanted to hear and make sure there was nothing else going on that they didn't catch. And... I mean, realistically, at this point, nothing's nothing's stopping SpaceX from launching. Oh, but I did see that they are very close to getting Mechzilla up. And I did running. see that too. I, I was watching one of the the recap streams of the day from NS. Is it? I can never remember their name. Um, space flight. Space flight now. Frankie Enrique. <laughs> Yeah, you know which one I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was watching it the other day where they were uh like the the not the Mexilla, the Frankenstein thing they've got. That is NSF. Okay. Um like it's potentially the last time it's uh fully extended itself and it might uh be going away. I was talking about Mechzilla, the the catcher. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. But there, there's also the the Frankenstein crane that they've got going on. Uh that Yeah, Franken crane. Okay, that's how I was close. Uh Yeah, it's the one that was lifting the space or the starship and all of that to the pad. Also, just a little bit of uh Elon Musk to brighten everybody's day. He tweeted out he, oh, yes. he wants to open a college in Texas, Kirk. Okay. And he wants to call it the Texas Institute of Technology and Science. He wants to call it tits. Yes. He, he wants, wants to call it tits. Yes, he does. <laughs> well. I mean, in fairness, he called his car line sexy, so... The the dude lady ratio at that college is gonna be way off. For <laughs> There's gonna be way more dudes <laughs> flocking to tits. <laughs> it's just not saying there's not gonna be some ladies going. That's it's okay, but yeah, it's gonna be misleading. I can't wait to see the mascot. That's what I want to see. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, well, it'll probably be a rocket, which will be more phallic <laughs> than uh, anything. So then it's that's really going to throw off the curve. I was, I was working on they'd they'd have to join the the Big Ten. I was like, I don't know. I was, <laughs> I was working anyway. That's you know what? Hey, look, you got a you know you got a billion dollars. You got a genius mind. You create cr stuff that nobody can think of. Why not have a little sense of humor too? Like you know what that that makes. As a billionaire, like 
having a sense of humor and also donating and trying to help people and having some sort of cause that makes you less of a dick as a billionaire because it seems like that's the the trend they're going the other way and they're keeping it but if you're gonna at least i don't know make people laugh do something silly create a college try to knock out a disease at least you're doing something for people instead of just getting richer Speaking of John, I'm enjoying our little uh, This Week in Space talk right now because there was apparently uh, more going on all week than I realized because I'm spouting off all this stuff. But uh, Bezos is talking about making a new space station. Did you hear about that? I did not. Ah, So Bezos is planning a blue reef in the space, which essentially is he's trying to pitch it as the replacement for the ISS. That sounds about right for him. So it's sort of like a docking station. He's just going to create. Is that? Definitely not going to look like a vagina. (laughs) No, (laughs) his spaceship would never be able to find it. Am I right, lady? Am I right? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, the, a rare uh, John, you got me on that one. All right, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you props for that. But uh, uh, so he's uh, creating. He wants so the ISS is going to be decommissioned, Kirk, in the next couple years. They're guessing because it's falling apart, and the Russian uh, spaceships keep like jacking with it. We keep crashing into it and scraping Essentially. it? Essentially. Uh, no, so like uh, a couple times now they've had like random engine fires that sends the space station into like a spin. Hmm. Basically, you don't want your, your thrusters on your space station to just randomly turn on and start, you know, moving the space station. Yeah, it's hard to get it back right once it starts going the other, you know... Especially something like that because it's not it's not symmetrical whatsoever. Yeah, when you can feel someone like they had to have like special shock absorbers on the treadmills for the astronauts because there's no gravities. So if you were to just run on a on a space station, you could potentially like shake the thing apart. Wow, it would throw off just that vibrate. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So all their workout machines have, like, special shock-absorbing... Yeah. Look, if they would just watch the Buns of Steel video <laughs> like a normal person, they could avoid this all. They don't need to shake the whole system and wreck the spaceship. Am I? Come on, can I get an amen for <laughs> Buns of Steel? You guys Buns are not helping me at all. No. See, I, that, I think that just might be out of our... Uh... Well, you can picture it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's it's exactly what it says. <laughs> Iron Man. It's, it's exactly like Iron Man, but they're in leotards and headbands, and they have uh, yeah leg warmers. Okay, back oh. to space. So uh, essentially, they. Uh, but yeah, so Bezos is trying to build his own space station now. That will be grander and bigger and all that stuff. But essentially, he's going to attempt to make the new 
International Space Station when the other one gets to gets decommissioned. Yeah, it's not going to happen. And I think it might. Well, okay. He thinks it's going to happen. He still doesn't have an orbital rocket. Um, and even if he did have an orbital rocket, we're still talking a decade down the line. SpaceX is going to have potential have potentially put space stations all over the fucking place, like everywhere. Well, that would be the only the only drawback is if SpaceX is like, all right, let's just go. We're going to go ahead and go to Mars, and we're going to have a. Uh, you know, we'll have our docking stations and tankers full of fuel, and they they might be leaps and bounds ahead of them. Well, and that's the thing. And that's what a lot of people don't realize is Starship is fucking massive when you look at it from a thing that goes to space category. Like, in comparison, it's equivalent to, the, like, the shuttle, but it's not because even the shuttle, cargo-wise, was tiny compared to Starship. Uh, just having a starship in space, I think I pulled the numbers on this, and it's equivalent to the ISS right now. Uh, talk while I look. Well, the ISS only holds so many people, though. It's kind of small and as far as like cargo space is concerned. Yeah, so a s- starship is expected to have more habitable volume by or volume than the International Space Station. Um, then the ISS itself is around 400 tons, which is theoretically, it would take three starships to take up the entire ISS, maybe four. Oh, by the way, have you guys seen the Netflix has a documentary about the space station? Have you guys started watching that? I have not. I didn't even know about it. Check yeah. it out. It's called like uh, I swear it's like View from the Space Station or something. It's sort of about the history about like it's there's like two Russian cats and one American. He was like the he was sort of the the first guys to do it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm a half hour in, but uh, maybe we can talk about it later episode. But I say I look, you learned something about space for me. Tadao, take that. <laughs> Fair enough. Look, at, it only took thirty five weeks for you to learn something about space, Kirk. <laughs> look. You guys know a lot about black holes, and I don't mean. All right, anyway, I'm not even going to finish that. That was going. That was going to go wrong, no yes, matter what. Right. That, let's, moving moving let's on. Clean that. Right. So, John, uh, one thing. Okay, this is one of my stupid ideas that I think you're going to laugh at, but then you okay. might be like, "Huh, that's a good idea." Well, let's phase this as a question relativity then. So, oh. You want to do that on here? Yeah, why not? Okay. So one thing we've been bouncing around over the last couple of days is we tried question relativity on the social medias with a little success. So let's we decided let's uh, maybe try and integrate it into the podcast so that we can kind of talk about it after the question relativity has been posed. So we got we got a science question we're going to throw out debate and then people can chime in and comment and yeah, throw in their two cents. This this will go on social media. It's just we're going to frame it through the podcast and put it on social after the fact. Just to kind of okay. save us some cuz although the animation was fun and it was interesting, I think I'm going to focus my animation or endeavors on other stuff rather than trying to do a 30 second little clip. Uh 
I'm still going to do 30 second little clips of animation. I, I, my next goal is to get that goose story one done, but for question relativity, <laughs> we're going to go with more of a pose a couple questions during the week or during the podcast and then see if we can't collect some information and talk about them on the next one as well. Little conversation. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So Chris, what do you got? So the first question from Chris is obviously what is soap? <laughs> okay. Sir, Chris, what's the question? Uh, uh, so this this kind of stems john from uh from our what we've uh been doing on space engineers the last couple of weeks uh space engineers is a video game that we've been playing on our other channel uh oh no we've been playing it here it's just being posted to our fuse fiction channel and it's as nerdy as it sounds go ahead space (laughs) engineers But it's hey, <laughs> we've enjoyed it anyway. So, it's question relativity number one on the podcast is why not, John, in the attempt to travel through space, why not use asteroids to hitch a ride rather than engines? It's not impossible. Um, sorry, I'm just writing down the time so I can uh, I can pull this for the the question. Um, it's not impossible. It's just the you're kind of set on where you're going. Like, yeah, you we could put something on an asteroid, and like let's take for instance the asteroid that is potentially coming from outside the solar system. That would potentially be a good asteroid to throw, you know, some scientific equipment on and just let the asteroid do all the hard work of taking it out of the the solar system. Would we ever get any valuable information in our lifetimes? Probably not, because it's still set at a set speed. But we would still get scientific information back from it. That's an interesting point. I think also all asteroids have a bumper sticker that says... (laughs) Gas, grass, or asteroid, nobody rides for free. So I think that's your number one problem you're going to have to deal with. So in my head, John, the, here's, the, here's the difference. You're flying in a starship, right? And you're headed towards Mars. Why not just shoot like an anchor into the asteroid and let the asteroid tow you to Mars? Because it would take a lot more fuel than just flying to Mars. Would be my my guess. Wouldn't your ship still have to push a little fuel? It can't just be dragged like dead weight. It would still oh, be no, it, it some, can, right? No, it could probably just be dragged like dead weight. The, the, the really? problem is you have to... A, there has to be an asteroid that's going from Earth to Mars. B, you have to intercept with the asteroid which means using a lot of fuel, which means in terms of rendezvousing with orbital objects or objects in space, you're going about as fast as it is. So you can't... I'm assuming you're taking this from a perspective of, you know, there's a plane flying overhead, and if you jumped in a helicopter or, you know, jumped in a plane and you took off in your plane, you'd be able to catch up with the other plane, right? That's kind of how you're seeing it? Yeah. That's not exactly how it works. Because if you, like, if you have an asteroid that's going 10,000 miles per second towards Mars, 
and you have your spaceship and you're going you know a thousand miles per well that's hour would have been slow like ten thousand miles per hour towards the asteroid and you have a a, a point where you two are going to meet that asteroid is still going ridiculously fast in one direction and you're still going ridiculously fast in another you're only going to be within sight of that asteroid for like 10 seconds if that um so trying to land on it is out of the question yeah it's like the, the amount of fuel you have to use to get into an orbit or get into a position where you can rendezvous with it to catch it you're really you're you're practically 99 percent of the way there to getting to mars um uh, all right that makes sense yeah if you can go that fast to catch an asteroid you might as well just keep going yourself kind of i mean it's yeah almost... it's you're you would have saved a lot more fuel instead of trying to catch up with the asteroid and get in the same path just flying to mars because even if everything lined up and asteroid was passing by earth in the you know the optimal window where earth and mars are the closest i mean the relative the chances of that would be minuscule. But if you could land on it, you could potentially mine for resources while you were riding it. So that would be yeah. the only benefit. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're not citing, wrong there. You're citing Armageddon once again. You're citing <laughs> your, yes. your scientific I mean, <laughs> proof. <laughs> you know, okay, that brings up a... Let's, I'll jump in and do a question relativity myself. I, I'm just going to write down the time frame so I, I, I roughly know where I'm going. But so for question relativity part two for this podcast, what if we had an artificial asteroid that was on a trajectory that bounced between the Mars and Earth in elliptical orbit, you know, in an orbit that could potentially be used where once it was passing by Earth, you just fill it up with people and then you have a massive space station slash asteroid that's taking you to Mars. And then when you get to Mars, you just hop out. Like an artificial, like I'm picturing like a Nerf football. What are you talking like yeah, artificial? Yeah, what do you just, mean? Like artificial could mean we capture an asteroid, we hollow it out, turn it into a five star resort, and then set it up into an orbit where it bounces between Mars and Earth. It so may catch take an, catch, catch an asteroid, would you have to bring it down to Earth to work on it to construct? No, 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 to... no. It, most plans that would revolve or involve working with asteroids. Uh, and even the current ones that people are planning to do to go out and capture an asteroid, you're just bringing it into Earth's orbit, kind of like an artificial moon. And then you're sending stuff up to that, because just like with anything, if it's in the orbit of the Earth, it's going to stay in that orbit as long as it doesn't, you know, it doesn't get too close and doesn't start getting pulled down by gravity. If it's far enough away, like between Earth and Mars, or not Earth and Mars, Earth and the moon, um, we have points called Lagrange points where things stay perfectly still. You could theoretically park an asteroid there and it would always be there. Hmm. Wouldn't move, wouldn't do anything. And then you could retrofit it, build out a massive, you know, 10,000 person hotel, shuttle people to it, and then launch it towards Mars and then have it in an orbit that goes back and forth to Mars where you're not having to worry about, oh, it's going to take a year when you're living on just a mini mini earth in between I bet the... those I bet the the hotel workers in that hotel would be paid 750 cuz they live on tips. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
that's not a bad idea if you you know if you could functionally make it happen but see and i just i don't know i'm assuming i mean it, it's very similar to what you're saying you would just have to have an orbit that goes between earth and mars i don't right. think it would be very efficient and you would probably have to have multiple ones but i mean that's the whole point of question relativity it's to pose questions that are are not exactly you know that have imagination put behind them like we're not based in reality we don't know the orbital mechanics we don't know a ton of things related to space we're we're just amateur enjoyers of space at this point um right yeah don't 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 say take anything we say for fact because That'll be a bad move on your part. What? <laughs> I've already started. Oh my god! Now you. But, so we were but, spitballing this whole time. I mean, that's <laughs> the whole point of question relativity. It's it was to pose questions that we think, you know. Obviously, we understand that there are pros and cons, and more co- likely cons than not. But it was never mm. to. It was to kind of spark the the imagination, get people thinking. Like, get the well, conversation flowing. Yeah, get a little like, to get her back and forth. That's not entirely accurate, but it's not entirely wrong. And here's why. And that's what that's what I was aiming for when I started this, was just to kind of get a conversation going to hopefully potentially spark um, people's thoughts of you know, it's wrong, right. but it's it's not. There's Somebody with a little more knowledge. Work. Here's how it would work. This yeah, is this. Is, I see Neil, where you're going. This is how you would accomplish what you're talking about. When Neil deGrasse Tyson listens to our show and he says, "Hey, that's not a, the worst idea I've ever heard." Yeah, right. That that's where we're at. But to be honest, a lot of it's mainly mustache grooming. That's um, <laughs> what he wants, and we haven't been delivering that. So he's, he hasn't been paying attention lately. If it's not about stashes, he's out. For anyone that. <laughs> Speaking of, and I'm just kind of embarrassed myself. So no, 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 no. let's get, let's keep going. Oh no, no, no! You oh, want to embarrass yourself? You want to embarrass yourself? Go right ahead. <laughs> I, I'm assuming, Chris, you watched some of the TikToks I did with the question relativity when you said must. Uh, are you oh, talking? He is, he is wait, which wrong. ones? Which ones are you talking about? The ones where I was sitting in my very uh, spacey shirt behind my very spacey shower curtain. Oh, yes, the animated ones you did? No, 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 not the animated well, ones. The facially animated ones that you did? So, the ones using my face, yes. Yes. <laughs> no, my mustache. I never knew to, I never really noticed how, like, I knew it was lopsided, because for some reason, hair just doesn't want to grow on one side of my face. Well, it really doesn't want to grow anywhere on my face, but it really doesn't like the, uh, Oh wait, I have to think about this. The uh the right side or the left side of my face. And I, I noticed when I was recording that there's a, a decent strand that was like it's very thick and then it goes very thin and it was driving me fucking crazy. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean I wasn't gonna say anything, but we'll have to up your mustache game for sure. Bear in mind, I've been trying to grow this for a decade, and this is this is my progress. Wow. Well, yeah, if you're, you're if you're a volunteer, him. if you're a volunteer firefighter, I'm surprised they still let you join if you couldn't grow a mustache. You're you're beyond help if it's been that long. Uh, so uh, here, I'll embarrass myself further. You know my little uh, vacation that I had the three weeks. 
Yes. I did not shave for almost four weeks um, in there. I had what could only be described as it, it was it was horrendous. It was patchy. It wasn't. Uh, you know what? Beards aren't for everybody. It's all it's right. It's definitely you know, not for me. It's just it's not uh, it's not in the cards for a lot of people. I've had a goatee forever, and that's that's about as much as I'll be able to ever grow. If you call that thing a goatee, I don't want right. to hear it. Uh, let's let's go tee over to Kirk's <laughs> corner and see what he's got going on this week. All right, and yes, enough of the facial hair wars. <laughs> All right, what do we got? And that looks like uh, is that an. It's not, it's not an urn, is it? You're not trying so, to send me a message. A, it's a trick or treat cauldron or a yeah. cauldron. Yeah. It's oh, a cauldron. Gee, well, <laughs> trick or treat. It would have been orange. Come on, a pump. Jesus. Okay. I, I there's the Halloween theme of, uh, you know, and there's a bat. Which cauldron? Oh, I the bat was the bat. there. That, that was yeah. That was that was from there last time. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. just moved it. Okay. Yep. Different spot. Well, uh, in Kirk's Corner, I thought I would deliver what I'm calling a comedian's dozen. And what a comedian's dozen of jokes is uh, 12 jokes and then two lists. So are you guys ready for, for 12 jokes and two lists? Bring it. Do it. This week? All right. All right. Here we go. And feel free to at any point to laugh. Does anybody have to pee, by the way? I've been told sometimes they don't laugh as much because they actually have to pee and they're trying to hold in their pee and not pee themselves. So. How, how is everybody's bladder? I'm, I'm actually good for this week. All right. Then this should be a chuckle-filled version of Kirk's. Okay, here we go. All right. So ready? Uh, DoorDash refused to bring me a door. That's <laughs> <laughs> You're a horrible company. All right. Um, uh, there are no briefings for commando operations. There are no briefings. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Uh Road rash, understandable. Rocky road rash, how fast were you eating? <laughs> okay. Um, Walmart pays employees enough to afford just one wall. <laughs> they need others. They need three more to get shelter. Okay. Um, here's what, How about this one? Magic spells don't work on dyslexic people. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right, what else have we got? Okay, so uh, before going anywhere, the president of the Heinz Ketchup Corporation has to be repeatedly hit on the bottom. Okay. <laughs> um, that was a little... <laughs> uh, and uh, in related, related field, Cats Up, Cats Up has to be... Um... Oh, wait, Cats Up is how cats greet each other. Cats Up. Cats Up. Nothing? Okay, it's more of a spelly joke. Um... Uh, but the the silent majority is a podcast for mimes by mimes. <laughs> you guys aren't getting the beauty of mimes no. having a podcast. I'm miming to you right now, Kirk. You're miming laughter. Okay, you're miming yeah. a guy. I'm still laughing over the Heinz one. Behind this, <laughs> smacked on the bottom. You have a meeting in 14 minutes. You know what you got to do. All right. Um, okay, so the, okay, there's two more jokes, and then we got we're to the list. Okay, so Chuck Yeager's nickname was not the Jaegermeister, but it should have been. 
Um, and the last one, opportunities are like assholes. It's easier to see other people's than your own. Okay. Um, there's, there's a dozen jokes for you. Now we're to the list. There's a list. Okay. So the first list is, um, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. Okay. We all know that say, so if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, uh, people with nut allergies would have to choose their words carefully. Okay. Um, if ifs and nuts were candy and nuts, English teachers' heads would explode. Uh, childhood obesity would double. And if ifs, if, if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, you're high. Okay. Um, you guys were silent on that one. You were part of the silent majority. You're still in the mime phase. Okay. Bust, bust out of the mime phase for this last one, gentlemen. Yes. Facebook trying to rebrand itself. So I've come up with more accurate Facebook names. Okay, you guys ready for this? We got we got five of them. And if you guys want to chime in with your own later, go ahead. But okay, so more accurate Facebook names. The bathroom wall. Okay, <laughs> there's one. Um, here's another one. Instead of Facebook, I would call it the worst. Um, yeah. Time Waster 5000. <laughs> time Waster 5000. Next one, garbage. Absolute also garbage. Accurate. And the last one. Idiots arguing with idiots. Okay, so those were the list. If you have some of your own, feel free to, to you guys can chime in now, or you guys can Facebook, tweet, Twitter, whatever, wherever the hell you do. If you have better, more I, accurate I, Facebook names, we'd love to hear it. I'm surprised you didn't go with Sweet Baby Ray's. The barbecue sauce? So, did you see his announcement video for Meta? On his bookshelf was a bottle of Sweet Baby Ray's. Wait, whose? Mark Zuckerberg's. Oh. Oh, no, I didn't. And did they actually come up with it? It was, some, it was Meta is their new name? Yes. Yes, Meta is the new name. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure society will be better like that. <laughs> if you just change the name, all the other stuff will just go, duh. God, it's so stupid. It's, it's just, it's just, you know what? This is like, this is, the, okay, here's the problem. Here's my, here's the problem with computers and smart people who only knew, know how to interact with computers. He thinks this is going to work. He thinks that's how dumb people are because it's an algorithm. It's the zeros and ones. So if you just change one zero, it'll be, that's, that's sad. It's still a Seth pool of just crap. I had a Facebook once. Tom was my only friend. <laughs> he was a, he was your uh, best man at your wedding, right? <laughs> I, I sent him the invite and he declined. That's how that works. Like, oh, come on, Tom. Douche. <laughs> so, I'm going to... I've got the picture to show you. But because I've horribly made this intricate and things... Are you going off topic? Is that what we're doing? No, no, no. I wanted to show you the picture of... Oh. Hey, sweet baby Ray's. <laughs> this was in nice. that... That's an odd place for barbecue sauce. <laughs> exactly. That, that seems nowhere near the kitchen. I don't... I mean... <laughs> it's just... like and it's, it's like turned away from the camera, which means that he like... He was like, oh, I can't you know, show the name of the barbecue sauce, but well, it's, it's got to stay here. 
And not for nothing. I mean, it's that's okay barbecue sauce, but this guy has billions and he, he's displaying a mediocre, crappy barbecue sauce. Like, come on. Step up your barbecue game, Cracker. Am I right? Hey, I like sweet baby rays, Kirk. But you have a billion dollars. I imagine there's better. Yeah. That's why you become a billionaire. That's why the cat. <laughs> that's why you work so damn hard to get better barbecue sauce than sweet baby rays. By the way, he's pale. John, are you <laughs> paler than that? No, he I, looks I, very pale. I, I think I actually have more of a tan than he does. Yeah, I mean, it could be the black shirt is enhancing it, but that is a <laughs> deathly pale individual. He needs some sun. Yeah, go outside. Okay. Well, well, uh, with that, John, let's go. Uh, what you got for off topic this week? Hold on, I got to pull it up. Uh, cause I oh, it was the so they have found a way to make. Uh, Wood stronger than steel. Nice. Kind of. I, I I was reading the article just before we started. Then my kids wanted to do the pumpkins. Uh, yeah, they're claiming that it is three times sharper than the typical stainless steel dinner table knife. Now, what I'm curious about, are they talking butter knife or steak knife? You think you'd go steak knife? No, who's you using butter think. knife? You would think. You would think, but it, it so comes from wood stronger. Wood stronger than steel. Well, it's... you know who's you know who's upset? Lumberjacks. They're gonna <laughs> like, their job just got ten times harder. Like this tree just will not go down. It's a son of a bitch. Yeah, so they're just messing with the uh, cellulose to uh, make it strong, which people have done to make wood. Transparent. That's kind of cool, though. Yeah. No, it's definitely an interesting take. Like, I mean, the the, the downside is like, if you're th talking about reusable stuff, steel and metal knives aren't exactly up there for harmful to the planet because steel and metal is all infinitely reusable. Whereas wood technically is, but it's not technically, but you know what I mean. So yeah. like a, a cutting board made out of this wood would last forever? I don't think it's it better. would last. It, it, it's more, it just makes it strong enough to resist, like, dulling, I'm assuming. Okay. But, uh, I mean, like, most wood cutting boards last a decent amount of time anyway. Yeah, it oh, yeah, seems they, like kind of a waste of time, though. I think this was just one of their... Because they were also talking about, like, wood nails and true hardwood flooring, which would make sense. Like, if you could potentially use wood to nail stuff together and it was just as strong as a regular nail, I could potentially see it. But it's still... You, you're, you're, you're still just replacing one source that is technically not infinite. Well, they're both not infinite. One source that's reusable and one source that is natural and organic. It's it may yeah, have what, some. What, what, what's the wrong? What's what's wrong with the sharpness of steel now? Why does well? I think that sharper than steel. You know that's a good question. When is I saw it, I was like, "Is it? Yeah, I don't know." <laughs> I mean, I would assume that there are some places where having wood that is stronger than 
iron or steel, but being wood would potentially be good. I've never run into, I've never had the situation where I'm like, damn it, this iron is not sharp enough. This thing is, you need to make it wood this sharp, but that's just me. Yeah, no, fair point. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I, I was just throwing that out there. Oh, no, that, okay. it's just like, I. that was the article I saw. I didn't really look too much into it, but now that we're talking about it, I'm like, there's really not a use for it. It's cool, but I, I, I just, I can't see a use for it. Okay. Well, my story has, uh, there's no use for my story. If, that, <laughs> if that's a, if that's a transition. Um, uh, mine, I have a, there's a, a Dutch university that had a rare plant that bloomed. And I don't, I don't know the technical name because I can't pronounce it, but they, they call it the, it's called the penis plant. And <laughs> oh, yes, Dutch I university, saw this. You see the penis plant bloom? It blooms once every two decades. So it doesn't happen very often. Um, it's a smaller cousin to the corpse flower, and it's famous for its foul odor. So I just, that's, there's a Dutch plant called the plant penis, the, the penis plant uh, that has a, a funk to it. Okay. So No, I did not know this one. There was something else that was very phallic related that I'm assuming was closer to the uh, Venus flytrap family. That I saw. Oh, I had one of those as a kid, and I put a a piece of gravel, like a little rock, in it, and then it died. Yeah, those, so. those <laughs> they're very fragile. Like they're uh, the fly traps themselves. Oh, I'm not. I'm thinking of fly traps. What are the ones that are buckets? The, the plants that are buckets. Well, you the the bug eating plants that instead of them being you know the they close a mouth on it it's more of a pitcher the pitcher plants that's what i was going for yeah pitcher plant well <laughs> are you are you guys ready for mine because i've got Go i'm gonna be very it. honest with you kirk set me up <laughs> with this one today and <clears throat> i'm gonna go with a rant so if you guys are cool with that, go ahead. You got, something stuck in your, you got something stuck in your craw. You need to loosen. So Kirk sends me this article today. <laughs> and okay. So the article is that PETA wants to, is petitioning the MLB to change the name of the bullpen to the arm barn. Uh, three things. One, PETA, shut the hell up. <laughs> two, that's one. <laughs> two, did they consult the Bulls with that? I don't think so because I'm pretty sure the Bulls are okay with the MLB calling it the bullpen. And number three, I would like to lodge a complaint against PETA because they use animal in their name and that could be construed as some sort of, you know, slur against animals i mean i'm just trying to think of ways to throw it back at them because for the love of god how could you take something as innocent as a bullpen and try and change that into we need to you know we need to fix this you're somehow hurting bulls they don't give a crap kind of like arm barn though no you <laughs> shut your mouth <laughs> 
you shut your dirty mouth right now. Well, because they said it was like bullpen is like where you corral it and then it's slaughtered or something, but that is not happening with the baseball players. No, 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 no middleman is going, you know what? We got you penned in now. We're going to tell you to warm up and then we're going to stick your head in a cage and then kill you. Uh, that isn't happening. It's this is the stuff that makes Democrats lose elections. This is exactly this pisses yeah. off. This is such a small nonsense. Like okay, yeah, but everyone hates involved, Peter, if, right? So it's like this, but it's like it's somehow like people like everybody who is slightly left of me thinks this, and they just use this as an, this is the kind of crazy shit they they think. And when they go, hey, how about minimum wage, fifteen dollars? Crazy! You guys are the you guys are the bullpen animal people. So it's just, just, yeah, this is barn. just horrible nonsense. Our barn. Yeah, horrible don't, story. don't kill the pigs in Texas. There's too many. Kill the pigs in Texas. They're an invasive species. Jesus. Yes. Right. This is easy solution. It's they're not, you know what? You, you know what? Hey, what? Kill the pigs? Maybe oh. uh, use them as food and feed poor people or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, but there's a problem. There's a solution. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Uh, right. that one, people, that... people take it too far. I was going to say, yeah. The, the, this, the... this is why people hate people. Stuff like this. The pigs in Texas, I don't think, taste very good. No, they don't. That's It's oh. kind of like a Havalina. It's kind of like a Havalina. Oh, Imagine... yeah. Gamey and, yeah, not good. Yeah, but... you know how Havalinas smell? That's how they the pigs smell in Texas. So anyway... even, even barbecue? Even, like, you know, barbecue sauce and mesquite can See, take care of it? I would assume so. They but... haven't yet. They haven't tried it, so I'm just assuming it's got to be pretty bad. But that's what Elon needs to sink billions into. Barbecue sauce, so powerful. It's <laughs> the gamey, gamey. He's in Texas now, right? He's blasting yep. off from there. Come on, Elon, yeah. make it happen. Bar- Elon's barbecue sauce. I'm just saying, PETA, shut the hell up. And I We're will going be for an arm bar. letter. Leave baseball alone, is what you're saying. Baseball is, well, it's kind of not America's time anymore. But yeah, but no, no, nobody, no person is sitting in the crowd going, "Oh my God, person in the place where animals are tortured is warming up." No, just shut up. You know what I mean? It's it's the bullpen. That's where they throw ball. Just yeah. Enough barn already. is hilarious though. It's like, the dress, keep... it's like the dress barn, but <laughs> uh, no matter how many times you say it's awesome, you shut your mouth. Shut your dirty mouth. It's so mad. yeah, talking about Arizona and javelinas. I remember another off-topic. It's a couple weeks old, but did you see they had dinosaur wrestling in Arizona? Hmm. Well, there's a lot of old people. A lot of seniors. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Expand on that, John. It was. It was a. Uh, hold on, I have to pull it up because I don't want to. Uh, don't want to misquote anything. But it was for, I believe, a children's uh, hospital. It was a two-day event. Peta tried to shut it down. <laughs> I'll leave the arm barn alone. Uh, it was called Jurassic Fight Night, and it was people in Glendale, Arizona. Okay, it's a good thing I didn't say Scottsdale. Okay, no, I'm there. I live there. Um, but it was a, a charity event for. I'm assuming it was a children's hospital, but they dressed up in like full-on dinosaur costumes. I, I'm gonna put the uh, the link in the chat here. Uh, just because it is awesome. I'm and... picturing like sort of like the sumo wrestlers kind of inflatable costume. No, but no, no, no. Oh, okay. No? Here, we'll, we'll go back to the podcast web so I can show you guys. Um, it was, I'm not going to play any of the videos, but it was uh full on dinosaurs. 
wow, those are serious dinosaur costumes. Yeah, exactly. And it wasn't it's like just... Steven Spielberg, Jurassic Park quality stuff. Like it's exactly. It's like they, these they, are... they spent they spent if they would have just taken the money on the costumes and give it to the children, they could have saved four children. There's but they, <laughs> they rowdy, the rowdy raptor. <laughs> rowdy, rowdy raptor. The Indo take. Like this is why I was gonna text you, Chris. I'm like, why we, we this is something that could be like insanely popular. Unless a nurse is dating the guy who works for the Spielberg company and they just were just in his back room. Yeah, it seems like they spent a lot of money on that. But I well, mean still it was I, it just happened upon some TikTok, and I think it might have been at the beginning of October, uh, that they were like, oh, yeah, just wandering around Arizona and just ended up in a dinosaur fight night. Jurassic Jurassic BattleBots. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm like, this, this is amazing. All right, well, with that, I think uh, us and the Indotaker and <laughs> Rowdy of the Raptor We'll wrap up the show. Uh, we don't want to run too long. Keep everybody here. So, uh, Kirk, any last words for this uh, episode of Bromine? I would just <laughs> uh, ignore Bromine and go enjoy <laughs> fun Halloween. Um, yes, there you go. Candy, no Bromine. There you go. Good, good advice. John, anything to add? I had way too much fun this podcast. I don't know why. <laughs> Hey, don't, that's don't sound so surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just it was the Heinz one. It just set me off. I'm assuming the I'm assuming the the comments that we'll get is, hey, John sounded like he was actually having fun in the podcast. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, for John, Chris, and Kirk, uh, thank you everybody for listening as always, and do check out again our YouTube. Subscribe over there. Uh, we do have TikToks, and we try and get something up almost every day of the week. So a little bit, uh, hey, at least for your bathroom viewing pleasure, we have some stuff for you to look at. Yes. Yes. So happy Halloween to everybody out there. Trick or treat, be safe, and go boldly, friends. <laughs>